Hey, and welcome to another episode of Age of Geek Podcast. Uh, I am Colin, and I am brought to you here uh, with two of our friends of the podcast. Good old Blake, a.k.a. Hobez. You actually, it's reversed now. Hobez, a.k.a. Blake, I'm so sorry. There you go. I'm the, so it, sorry. Hobbs is taking over who I actually am. <laughs> you are it's now... It's really important you call him by his real name. You yeah. are now Chef Hobez. Chef Hobez. <laughs> the the chef of chefs. Mm-hmm. Makes great uh, bagels. <laughs> it's great. The best bagels. <laughs> the best of bagels that aren't really bagels. But we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, and we have Not a Vampire. Uh, Hello. Who, uh, is a streamer upon streamers. I, I uh, also personally make YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Hobbs. Does. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I hear your editor is really hot and really. Um, honestly, I just gave him the job because I'm trying to, you know, get in there. I can vouch for the hotness yeah. if that helps. It, yeah, it does help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I feel like we do need to address something before we begin here. Yeah, um, I also go by Jordan. You could also use Jordan. Oh, also yeah. by Jordan. Yes, that's what I was going yeah. to address. Yeah, that would be that would not be the fact weird. that you're not a vampire, but you might be dressed like a vampire. Oh no no um this is just what I had in my closet and I was a little cold so I threw on the uh, the this is actually a blanket. Uh, because see, because see. everyone likes to wear clothing that is centuries old. It's not centuries old. I had this made recently. <laughs> it's this. It's this nighttime. You do, you, do you have a vampire tailor? Uh, a, vampires or a vampire aren't, tailor. Vampires aren't real, Colin. That's why that's his name. All right. No, it's my name because people keep asking, "Are you a vampire?" And I have to keep saying no, so I've started leading with it. I'm I'm curious though, uh, with with your logo up there uh, for the <laughs> video people that are watching, it looks like fangs. No, it looks like fang. Like a, like a fang. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm sorry. It's just the one fang. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, that's okay. Common mistake happens all the time. All right. Have you heard of a game called Eco? <laughs> I, I have heard of a game called Eco. I, I hear it's uh, what the people call the shiz. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'd give it a solid five out of seven. Perfect. What an odd scale. <laughs> well, today, guys, we're going to be talking about Eco. Eco is a simulated ecosystem. Uh, it's basically a uh, survival game. I'm really poor at explaining it, but I've spent... Oh, so gosh. Far, so I think I've spent over 60 hours playing it. Dude, you you it went a little insane. It was um, pretty bad. I'd say your experience is about normal. The, the game said two time. days in some odd hours, so mm-hmm. yeah. it's yeah, rough. Yeah. What, it's... What, what does yours roughly... <laughs> How many times have you played through Eco? So I've run three or three and a half servers, I think. And I go pretty hard in it too, because it's a really fun game. So I have, I have a very mild, you know, relatable 
a uh, very reasonable 459 hours in that game. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> very reasonable, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's have you give kind of the, the better description of, right. of the game. Because my description doesn't do any kind correct. of justice at all. It's correct, yeah. but it's but it's technically correct and, and not great for layman's terms. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Eco Global Survival is a game made by Strange Loops Game. Strange Loop Games is the only one they have. It's a survival game where it's not you that's trying to survive, it's the world. So there's two threats facing the world at all times. One is a big rock with some guy's face on it in the sky. Pretty sure he's a dev. I tried to figure out how to put my own face on it and I never got there. <laughs> that will crash land 30 days after the server is booted up. So actual, actual days, not in-game days, but like 30 real life days, real life days down to the second. So the idea is the server runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 30 days. And at the end of that 30 days, you need to destroy the meteor by shooting it with four lasers with enough power to run them in order to, uh, when you start the game, you get rocks and sticks. So you have to tech up to the point of getting lasers. And on the way, the second threat rears its head, which is climate change. So uh, if you are not careful with how you tech up and manage your waste products and careful about your deforestation, how much debris you leave behind, and so on and so forth, uh, the world will experience desertification and flooding, and you will no longer be able to make food or do any of the things that you need to run a society, and you will not be there in time to shoot the meteor. It's a, it's a pretty simple concept. You got it. Pretty much correct. Your pretty, explanation pretty much. was significantly better. But <laughs> significantly, yes. uh, I, I'm going to guess at least 150 percent. Yeah, I'm going to guess about 430 hours better somewhere. Yeah, better. yeah exactly. Like that, yeah. <laughs> so with eco, the with and the and the point of it being, you're you're trying to save your world, right? You're trying to build your civilization. You're trying to get yourself through different phases. And and through those things, you have to hit like different tiers of materials in order to utilize certain machines to help yourself evolve into those areas. So there's, there's a lot of classes uh, or specialties uh, involved in the game that you there's get to choose as you, as you start. The best one being... Uh, engineering. Everyone cooking else engineering. is just support staff. Cooking. <laughs> cooking is the wow. Best one. So you're so so you're saying that you're the most important person. I mean, well, without him, we couldn't make the lasers. He also well, self-nominated himself as president, but you know that's, uh, that's fine. No, I ran a very successful campaign against no one. Uh, <laughs> it was just like real life politics. <laughs> No, actually, credit where it's due. Hound was the one who built the lasers. He did. Yeah. He yeah. Did do so, it. still the most important. I ended up being support staff, which was deeply embarrassing. I will never play this game again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So Until the next update. <laughs> so, Hobez, what what specialties did you end up choosing, and and why did you start with those? Well, okay, so we we actually did this twice. The first mm-hmm. time we did it, we died miserably because not horribly. There was we'll talk about why we lost, but essentially p- people stopped playing. 
And when that happens, the meteor dies and everybody lost money. And so when I did that run, I was a tailor and I did the clothing and everything and I hated it. It was horrible <laughs> because it had such a you 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 plateau and peak in that specialty really quickly. Yeah. So when we did the second round, everybody was saying that the chef or the cook is like the the go-to person and they make all the money. And so that's what I chose. And in that one, there's basic cooking, which is like campfire cooking. And then you level up to like a kitchen and a stove and an oven. And then the very last thing was like cutting edge cooking, which was like making gasoline for cars. And I don't mm. understand how that's, it's biodiesel. Yeah. So you also make things at that tier, like Bear Supreme. You're using chemical processes to make food. Yeah. So you're it, you go up to like factory level tech. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it kind of I don't know. We we spoiler alert. We beat the meteor in time, and so I never actually I got I... that far. But Here's I did thing. get to the we Bear Supreme, not... and it was delicious. We did not beat it in time. That's we true. cheated to beat it in time. That's true. kind of because yeah. people got sick, and so and someone uh, didn't have time. Uh, no <laughs> I don't know who that, who that would would have been, uh, and so uh, we ended up using some server admin commands to extend a week uh, because of the loss of people. Sounds so, fake news. I don't know. If yeah, we stop the count, if we didn't Colin. do it, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have made it. So we technically did not, but we did. But we did, uh, and it felt great still. <laughs> um, it honestly that that hiccup, I think, with like no one able to log on. I was I'm obviously willing to let a server get meteored. Uh, Hobbs was on the one where I tried where we made Meteor Lake. Uh, but, Meteor uh, Lake was amazing. It was amazing. I, I couldn't find it. It was so big. Anyway, <laughs> but like everyone genuinely wanted to keep playing. It was just people were sick or busy yeah. or, and it was right around, that was in late October, I believe. Yeah. So I was like end of the month, Halloween. People are taking their kids out. Festivities. And, like, getting, yep. Putting on costumes and stuff like that. You know, marble things. Just, just for the record though. I went to a couple work conferences during this time, mm -hmm. and I brought a laptop with me to specifically play Eco. Still, it was so funny. Just okay. so funny. Okay, so I want to point out. I Hobbs, was playing in the airport. <laughs> um, I believe you selfishly took your kids out trick or treating without bringing a laptop. So I did. Really, the meteor thing is your fault. I understand. I'll take credit. I'll take the blame. I understand. It's all my fault. <laughs> the meteor happened because of Hobbs. Yeah, correct. Put yeah. that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I would. Well, but... the uh, the first server, I ended up, uh, I ended up not knowing what the heck I was doing because mm -hmm. I I came on super late. I think you guys uh, came I on after on... it was already dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I came on after Blake and Jason did mm -hmm. by by a couple days still, and they had already kind of maxed we, to their we had already kind of tailoring, and they were both tailors, which just didn't make sense to have two tailors because you don't need 
that much tailoring. And it, it depends on how many people you have. I would say they're pretty if, critical if you have a early 10, game. Early game. And early game. They're early cool. game. Yeah. Yeah. I would, late, I would, late game. It's like, what does this person do? Yeah. So. They make one backpack for everyone in the server and then commit seppuku. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> and occasionally make little tiny pieces of furniture mm-hmm. to 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 boost your experience at ridiculous prices by the way ridiculous prices <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah early game prices are are insane so let's, let's explain ego, that though yeah everybody has this specialty colin you what what did you end up doing in the second server in the second one i ended up <laughs> after jorb fixed it i started with hunting hunting yeah and then i did butchering because chef hobez Needed his raw meat. Which we had a plan that you and I were going to create a business. Offering, but whenever I went to deliver the sausage, he didn't want it. So sad. I didn't want it. Uh, and then I went into tailoring. Mm-hmm. And then you went into farming. And then I went into mm-hmm. farming. And then I decided uh, Hobez hasn't been on for a couple of days. So I'm going to become a chef. And that <laughs> made me angry. And that than started the feud. That <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's actually. The economics of this game are really awesome, in my opinion. I swear to God, I've learned more about how economic systems work at a at a basic level playing eco than I have in all of the courses I took in like high school and my little bit of university uh, combined. Like it's it's so ridiculous how how instructive it is. So so part of this game is you have the survival aspect of it, and then Jordan forces us to do capitalism yeah and, we... and you are telling us that in the past you've done it and you kind of just share things and you don't make people pay and it's too easy right yeah so um as much as it like wounds my heart uh enforcing capitalism is important because uh, we did a communist server run we had five people playing and it took us about 15 days to beat the game wow yeah. Jeez. So when, so when you work when you work together. Yeah, it easy. turns out when everyone works together, shares resources and just works to for the betterment of society, it, it's really easy to win that game. <laughs> so I don't allow any of that. So yeah, in this in our in our second server that we played, we had some amazing people. It was who was it that built the town? I want to shout so, out. So uh so the the downtown was built by Aki uh, or Acacia VG, who is also a streamer. She reads books. It's very cool. Um, and uh, Spook, who Spook. is not super active outside of Eco. But I keep running Eco servers, and Spook immediately capitalizes on everything. Yeah, she's uh, she's an amazing person in the Not a Vampire community. Yeah, yeah. I, She was fantastic at helping oh, both yeah. Colin and I learn, and yeah. Yeah, spook is crazy because 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 I mean, me and Blake are coming in with like zero knowledge, and Mm -hmm. like we've we've done little research on like YouTube videos of like quick shortcuts and stuff, but when it came down to it, like Ash was teaching us, oh no no no, you need to do it this way, this way, and this way before you can do that. Even even Hound was like showing me how to do uh, things with water and and trying Mm -hmm. to like get water over to our houses and, and things like that. I mean, the whole community was just great on really relying on each other, but still feeding into the actual economy and paying for things. Right. Well, 
like the the idea bef- behind enforcing capitalism isn't to make the game less fun or to make everyone hate each other. It's just to make the game actually a challenge, right? Um, I it brings me a whole lot of joy to hear that the community uh, treated you guys really well because that's, those are my friends. That's my community. well. They did an amazing job, <laughs> and the, the town that they built was stunning. Yeah. So, so that was we, before we started. They, you guys set up the server and built us this amazing town and everybody got, you could go in and you could purchase a little plot of land and you could create a shop and sell your goods that you had specialized in. So I had, and, and with that, restaurant. Too, it was, it was what, it was like Roman themed. Uh, it was, is, yeah. Is that what you guys did or, or uh, so the architectural work was mostly done by Spook who is playing as Ashy Vayner Ash. Um, and it was Greco Roman. I, so Spook is an amazing architect. Um, I was like, all right, I would like you to make a town because you're really good at this. Uh, I would like it to be Greco-Roman themed. And then Spook just made. Aki helps a lot, especially with some of the more like some of the less fiddly bits. You guys never saw it, I don't think. But underground from the whole town is like hollow for 30 oh, blocks down. No, I glitched. Mm, I remember that. I yeah. glitched in there and I was just like, what the heck? Because it because it's when I was traveling and my internet was just unstable at one point, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, like I'm driving my truck, mm-hmm. uh, and then You're I welcome. just go boom <laughs> and fall underneath, and I'm just like, and you saw no the get inner out. workings of the machine, I, and mm-hmm. and it's all because because the whole town you can't disrupt the town because it's owned by the town. And so I can't even open a door somebody. <laughs> to, to get yeah, my way out. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, it's just this huge blank area out. with all these like stockpiles everywhere. All of the shops, too, had a false roof uh, with like a layer of uh, that was two blocks high filled with storage chests. There is a lot of little details that, that Spook put in. That I don't think any many people got to experience or see, but that town was amazing. Like aesthetically, it was gorgeous, but functionally, it was incredibly useful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically, everybody gets their own little shop. You can put your goods in it. You can set it up for sale. People come to your cash register, and it's all automated. And you basically put in a chest. Like for me, I'd put like all my food. So like. Um, bagels Bagels. all the bagels and then i would say okay sell these bagels for x number of dollars and i would just make a number bear coin but we call it bear coin in our game for Mm -hmm. various reasons outside of too much to explain but apparently jordan is haunted by bears absolutely yeah have been since i was a child yes which was a while ago (laughs) yeah sorry a while ago well yeah i'm 30 uh oh, okay <laughs> yep but what else would i anyway I, um, I don't know. so i can comment on the the money is actually a lot more complicated than you guys may have realized too uh eco doesn't set up a currency at all you have to like the, yeah. the townsfolk um we wanted to have one from day one which meant we needed to get a mint in place we needed to set up a series of laws to give people some starter currency uh, something which most pure capitalist societies don't do for some reason. We needed to make sure we needed to encourage people to use the coin 
rather than trading directly with each other as much as possible. Because if people can just trade directly with each other, they will tend to do that wherever possible. Um, you could even see it when we were running the server, especially near the end, people found ways around using the currency. But it's super useful as a, a transfer medium because if you're offline, you could just put something in your store, set it for a certain amount of money, and then later you can use that cash, which really I'm just explaining how money works in real life. Right. But it's in a video game and it's so well implemented that I now understand the purpose of money, which yeah. is not to accumulate as much wealth as possible. It's literally just there as a promissory note for an equal amount of goods or services. Like yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a way... It's a way for me to do a service here yeah. to then get your service here. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's just a bartering system, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it breaks down very quickly if it's done poorly. Yeah. And it's very obvious when someone hoards the wealth. What? Yeah. And they hey. don't. All right, all right. I've got to I've got to touch base on this. Okay. Yes, I was the wealthiest person on the server. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> one that uh yes, I was the wealthiest on the server. Just casually throwing it out like you didn't have a full 50% of the money what, on the you server. You guys, one it's literally oh. he he was like <laughs> more wealthy than Elon Musk. Like yeah. if you were to look at the money <laughs> He had 50% of all of Earth's money. At one point, I had 1,500 bear coin, and the person below me, I think, was Spook, and she was at, like, 350. Yeah, it yeah was Spook was effectively a millionaire in that server. So, yeah. So that gives you an idea of how much money Colin was hoarding. And the reason Colin had so much money was because of me. That's because true. Colin... Had all the he did all the farming and he had all the resources and I needed it. Well, to make the because food. before before that, I I couldn't make money before before farming. I know because you I chose butchery stuff because I did nothing. butchery and tailoring, and I can't make anything off off the leather I sell except for uh, mm. at one except for at one point when we have uh, what was it powered carts. Um, so powered carts, uh, steam trucks, trucks, and basically any other vehicle uses leather in huge amounts. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, but I only stocked my store with 200 leather. Yeah. And it never sold out. I bought you out once, but yes. Did you? Okay. I did, yeah. Uh, when everyone needed a steam truck, I did buy you out. Either way, um, at some point, Colin ended up with all the money. Yeah, and it I was ended bananas. up with all the money. And it was mainly because of the farming, because everyone needed food, especially Hound and Chilawa. They yeah. were they were food fiends. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, their their work was very labor intensive. So so yeah, for everybody listening, in order for people to do their specialty, so so Hound Hound started out as he was in mining, right? That was his first thing, I think. Yeah. And he was Shell a smelter, was, but yeah. Shell was in carpentry and logging. Mm -hmm. And so in order to build things that they were using, like smelting, in order for him to smelt iron bars, he had to use a certain number of energy. And in order to get the energy, he had to eat a special diet that would give him the 
most amount of energy. It, and it's basically just calories. Is, and is yeah, how it's, the game it's calories. Uh, so diet doesn't affect the amount of work you can do. It only affects the amount of experience you get. Exactly. Calories affect the amount of work you can do. But either way, they needed like a poop ton of calories in order to do all the work they were doing. Or the game just like stops. It comes to yeah. a halt. You, and, so and, and you can immediately like, tell as soon as as soon as there's a food shortage, you can tell the server starts to slow down. Yeah. Well, you just you, uh, people are eating. Um, They're eating the the food. tomatoes that for some reason just populated They're like, They're like mass. Weeds. There, yeah. Uh, so every server I've run, uh, there's been some plant, usually a food plant, that just fills the world for no goddamn reason <laughs> that I can tell. Um, usually it's rice. So I was really happy to see it was tomatoes this time. Just give me something else to shove handfuls into my... <laughs> and usually, and it didn't happen this time, which was very surprising to me, usually the prickly pear in the desert goes extinct within a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't have much uh, prick, uh, pickling pear that we used. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of prickly pear being farmed or anything. It, for whatever reason, it's really sensitive to, I think, air pollution. So it just dies out really quickly. Oh, that makes sense. Or debris. Which, which we didn't there. have a lot of air pollution. I don't we had think. a ton of air pollution. Well, at one point we did. For but like half very the short? life. No. Oh, really? Yeah, I, so it was, it was just all the, over on the island that we decided to put it on. The only time that oh, okay, because the only well, time I saw it were the reactions when Spook started working on what was it, the tier concrete. four? The, yeah, the concrete. Yeah, and her jungle died. Yes, it did. Like yeah. everything was like black. Like I walked past it, and we, everything was just gone. <laughs> yeah, yep. at one point we had to go back through, and we uh, I was like harvesting a bunch of seed and like we were going through and like replanting the jungle because it just mm -hmm. got completely killed and yeah. then spook went and created skull mountain over in the far desert and and that next to uh the 12 stories of flavor town yes the 12 stories of flavor town where you could sell your spoiled food sometimes, sometimes. yeah well i had to manually move stuff and i was out of time by the time <laughs> i, I kind of want to talk about the food process and and how that's done because because that because sure. that really attributes to like the kind of growth that you have to do through through each specialty and i feel like it's the easiest one to follow too so when you first start off you you basically as as a farmer you get a hoe and maybe i should be a farmer Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm married. Being a farmer is overrated. My last name's Farmer, so. That's, that's <laughs> My last name's unpronounceable Eastern European god garbage. Not, not surprised. That's a real fact, too. <laughs> not telling you what it that, is. Vampire. Uh, no, uh, it would in the old country it'd be pronounced vampire, uh, but uh, no, oh. that's not correct. Oh, okay. So as a farmer. Basically, you have to go and you have to find where you want to farm, but you got to figure out what you're going to farm first and what's needed in the server. So there was a lot of communication with me and uh, Hobez trying to figure out what he was going to create. But also there's an element where 
people have taste buds oh my gosh it's the most infuriating thing i think it's great i'm sorry Hobbs, but i i think it's a great addition to the game it's a great addition to the game it needs to be balanced it needs to have it needs to be tweaked in a way that it makes sense for instance my character (laughs) this is my favorite part his favorite thing okay so i became i become this master chef i took on the persona of gordon hobbs gordon ramsay i called myself gordon hobbsy and I was kitchen. making beautiful dishes that took mi- like all these resources and all these upgrades and all these tiers that I had to get. And my favorite food in the entire server was raw meat. That was it. I didn't have to cook anything. I just had to eat raw meat over and over again. And I leveled and up. He like was crazy. fine. I'd like to point out, Hobbs, you're a tiger. I know. But <laughs> the game doesn't know that. Game did know that. It found it out. So I like the idea of of characters having randomized food preferences, right? Like Mm. you don't get to pick what it is. People just have to try it and see if you like it or not. Mm. But it needs to be balanced in a way that there are are different tiers of food. And I feel like at every tier, you should have at least one food that you like. I think that is true. So I I was making food up because there's only one that it like likes likes that it that it screams out and and broadcasts it like broadcasts broadcasts the the whole server. Hey, I love what what was it that I? It was uh, the fried hair haunches. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was crimson rabbit. (laughs) Mine was crimson salad too. It really liked it. And the Mm. thing I hated the most was. Oh, I ate something and it was like, that's the worst thing you've ever eaten in your life. And my character's like I... throwing up in the corner. <laughs> yeah. I never got bad. anything like that. Well, you shouldn't have eaten, you shouldn't have cooked Tide Pods. I don't know what to tell you, Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle. But I think it's important to point out that the, the necessity of having all these different foods is mm. if you have a balanced diet, you eat what your character likes. And then every now and again, your character will have a craving for a certain food. And if you fill those cravings, your experience points bases your experience points on that diet. It, it also it gives you a multiplier. It, yeah. It also bases it on how nice your house is and how diverse your house is. If you have what a living room, a kitchen, and a, and a bathroom, and a, a multi-purpose room, and a you know a industrial space, room. Like, industrial rooms don't help your XP, but yeah. They don't. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, uh, as soon as as soon as you get industrial in a room, that room, it doesn't matter what furniture you put in there, it does not help. Which yeah, is really it, upsetting. Matter, I found my assembly fact, lines to be very out. comforting. Yeah. Wow. As soon as you put industrial in a room that was it getting it? XP, it's gone. You don't get any XP. So those and, are the two. And I figured so... that out the hard way. <laughs> so basically, your character has to have a good diet and a good house in order to gain experience the reason you need to gain experience is so that you can rank up through the uh, i want to say you can get your special yes you can build your specialties and so you can like go through the the levels of industry needed to get to the lasers to get the meteor in time yeah because you so you basically level up the specialty that you choose but the xp is helping get your next skill point so that you can unlock another specialty. And I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. If you don't focus on your XP to a certain extent, do you think you wouldn't be able to level up in time in the 30 days? 
So yeah, um, I've actually, I've experienced that personally because I'm always broke when I play this game. So the downside to being the guy that is driving forward industry is I have periods where I have all the money in the universe. I reinvest it into my business so that I can, you know, make it so we don't die. And then I'm broke for the like until the next major spike. So it's really hard for me almost every time to build a house. So uh, I'm usually the one leveling up the slowest because I'm just trying to drive industry forward instead of yeah. taking care of myself. And yeah, there's been times where I just, I straight up could not, like I never mastered basic engineer. Oh, wow. Literally the entry level thing. I never finished it. The, the interesting part about that is I, I had the same issue at first when I just was not making money. And I was like, I can't buy materials to, to make my house. And so I ended up making a deal with Spook because I built my house in the desert and I happened to build in a spot that had a lot of sand. Mm -hmm. And so I would just spend hours and hours digging sand and she, she would give me one piece of material to build my house per like two or three sand that mm -hmm. I gave her. And you were getting ripped off big time. Holy oh. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, she, I mean, she, she occasionally threw me like some extra material for for all the digging I was doing, but like, because because that was her material that she needed. She needed lots and lots of sand, but yeah. she built her place in the middle of the jungle. Yeah, uh, and so she needed sand somewhere, and so I was the sand delivery for <laughs> for the first several. For at least the first week, I, I probably farmed her, I want to say, <laughs> close to uh, 5,000 sand, probably. It's been yeah, that sounds about right. And then she found a sand deposit under her home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> once once she dug far enough, her freaking hole in, in her property was insane. It's just around and around. I, there were several times where it was so big that animals would randomly spawn in there. And so mm -hmm. she'd have she'd have me come in and just hunt all the animals that were popping <laughs> popping up in there. We made a company this time around, which I don't think I'll do again. We had a company, and they, we decided for whatever reason to park in the desert on the opposite side, opposite side of the world to the town. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know why you went there because that's where they set up. I was not first, um, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna need a lot of metal, so I'll set up next to the guy who said he's gonna make me a lot of." I had to make a road from there all the way to town. And every time I would drive on that stupid road, I would hit like 15 deer, three badgers <laughs> and like a kid or two. Like it was it was ridiculous the amount of stuff I had to duck and weave around. There were there were a huge number of times where I would take my wooden cart across the bridge and a deer would just straight up headbutted into the river. <laughs> just out of nowhere. The animals which, that gave which was a problem. Real bad. <laughs> animals are ridiculous cuz cuz you would you would come back onto the server after being offline for a couple hours, come back and your cart is now in the water and you had it full of materials and so now you have to go get a hand cart, unload the materials into there and then unload them somewhere else. And then come back and get another load. And it was a big freaking pain. There was one time where I was like, oh, no, I can't believe this happened. And Spook came in like, help me bury out of it. One of my was favorites was, was when we'd send each other messages on the Discord. 
he <laughs> sent like a screenshot of like, hey, somehow your truck is upside down right now. Sorry about that. Like, that's the block. You're somehow blocking the entire road. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then someone decided they would be a prankster on the server <laughs> and would just change some of the signs by the road <laughs> to uh, say I... things like farmer's entrance and it would point to the opposite side <laughs> where there farmers was just entering a... highway. Yeah, it would just point to like this cliff and it would go down. So one day I just decided, you know what? I'm just going to record a video of me falling. <laughs> and so I literally just drove into this random ocean. It's too bad we never caught whoever did that. Yeah, uh, whoever that prankster yeah. was. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were a very funny prankster, and it, uh, if I ever knew who they were, I would probably shake their hand. But there's just no way to tell. And we'll honestly, I'm I'm yeah. probably going to be shutting the server down very shortly. So oh, sad. Is uh, is it yeah. because of the garbage on your property? Uh, it's not not because of the, no. Uh, <laughs> it's because been checking the the server stats and no one's using. So instead of paying for a server no one's going to use i'll find a different game that we can all play together that makes sense so okay i want to ask jordan you've played it a couple times what do you think makes a good server and what makes a bad server and why does it work sometimes and it worked this time and kind of for me for me me, i would say it has to have participation which sounds dumb right with all these different specialties if somebody isn't doing their job it feels like it comes to a big halt. And we had we had how many actual we had what like probably fourteen people join the server or or twelve. But say about fourteen probably, or fifteen, yeah. There was probably a core like eight of us mm-hmm. that were yeah. that were actively playing and spent more than like 10, 15 hours actually in the game. So I would say three things make a server work well. One is having a critical mass of people. So if you've only got a few people on your server, you need to make sure that a bunch of settings, uh, like server settings behind the scene are set up to accommodate for that because the game is not designed for uh, solo play or for like three or four people to play. It's designed for 20 to 50 people. I just Yeah, like food, not spoiling. There's no way you could play this game solo. Does anybody uh, can. do that? Yeah, you absolutely you can. can, actually. It's, um, it takes you forever, I'm sure, or you have to, like, unlock all the specialties. Yeah, with, I mean, you just increase things. your XP rate by a ridiculous amount, and yeah. there's yeah. other things you do, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I find it very boring, to be honest. Yeah, I never even thought of playing this game by myself, so... Well, you didn't need to. Yeah, I didn't need to. Yeah. Before I, I started running servers of it, I tried it solo, and I was like, this game looks like it would be fun if I wasn't trying to figure out how this game works while a rock was uh, leaning yeah. over me and being like, I'm going to get you, little man. <laughs> um, so a critical number of people. And I'd say that number's probably around 10 to 15 people, depending on dedication. Then you need to have a strong economic system. So it doesn't matter how you run your economy, but you need to make sure that that economy is running at all times. The thing that killed my last server was the economy shut down because of regulatory capture, actually, which is phenomenal in my head. So the server shut down because one person had all the money and there was no way for that person without like literally giving it away to divest themselves of the amount they had. So people stopped showing up straight up. There was no way. It was, it was that your, your chef 
for for that server that was no actually it wasn't it was someone who took a lot of specialties he was he went really really hard in it basically just took over a bunch of specialties from people who were on the server did him better and uh collected all the money on the server so the problem was when there was an election not long after this become became a problem he won it because he had the most playtime basically People assumed that he would be best because he was around more most often, but he didn't really understand how to run the government. And I'm trying to be very kind here because he's not a bad guy or anything, but like he didn't understand how the economy really worked or how the law system in eco worked. So he made some changes to some early laws I'd implemented to avoid this exact problem that makes sense for like he, the things he was trying to do made sense, but it didn't work the way he thought it did. So everything just shut down the server stagnated and everyone left pretty much there was no point you couldn't make money you couldn't get materials you couldn't get items you can't hire anyone the rich took over government and the economy shut down (laughs) well and you bring up a good point because somebody got really mad when you started implementing taxes Mm -hmm. and you were like i'm gonna start doing property tax and colin oh my gosh colin was like every night before it happens i was about to lose my mind I'm going to unclaim all my land and then reclaim yeah. it the next day. I'm like, Colin, if you don't do this, though, the government runs out of money. Like, it needs to have some money to function. Well, at, the place at that point, though, I wasn't the monopoly, right? No, you weren't. I, I was still uh, low. And at the start and, of the game, you guys gave us all these property. The land claim. Uh, the land claim. Yeah, that was something so I was we were trying like, this time. Great. I'm just going to claim all my you land over crazy. here. And it's great, but then I literally had had 120 land claims out, and I was just like, if he's going to charge like a dollar or a bear coin per land claim, I'm going to be broke. It was pretty like, funny. What do I do? Funny. Like you're like in my house like isn't, isn't small because <laughs> I had Spook build my house for me. The cool thing is with the law system, I could exclude. We never actually did property taxes for what it's worth. Yeah, but, I don't uh, think we ever actually it ever actually. No, I, was, I didn't need I to. I found other it. ways to do it. Property tax is pretty brutal. So um, yeah, he found the way that me and Blake were getting around some of the sales tax. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I instead shut of down using the stores. We would just direct transfer. Yeah, I shut that down. I closed that loophole and I did some other things as well, actually. Uh, most of what I did was actually decrease government spending. It was very conservative. Of them. <laughs> so nice but, of you. Uh, well, you know, I, I don't want to, I didn't want to disrupt things too much. The good thing with eco is I could set specific areas as a district. So I could literally cookie cutter out your house and then charge you property tax for everything outside that. Or I could have mm. made it so that you have less than one coin per property tile or that there's a certain number that you have before the tax starts to apply. There's a few ways to do it. And then can there's you, other ways to mitigate as can well. Can you also do it based on like specialty? So let's say no. I'm a farmer and I have a bunch of outside land. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. No, you can't. But what you can do is incentivize farming. So farmers get hit hardest by property taxes, obviously. The way you deal with that is that you incentivize planting crops. Farmer gets a certain amount of money every time he plants a crop automatically from the government. It's literally government subsidized uh, farming, something that we have in real life, right? And it's just there to make sure that the farmer, literally the bedrock of the entire 
uh, server doesn't go at a doesn't like end up eating dirt and shutting down the server, right? So there's there's lots of ways to mitigate uh, taxes. They're not a hammer. They can be a scalpel. You just have to know how to do it. And yeah. that is less obvious than you would think. Well, and it it's insane to me that they've these developers have created a game. Uh, Strange Loop you, Games. Strange Loop Games has created a game that lets you learn that. Yeah. yeah. Like it's so interesting. Like, like if somebody were to come to me and be like, hey, do you want to play a game about economics? I'd be like, no, thank you. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But you play this game and it's so engaging and so mm -hmm. much fun. Yeah. And you're like, halfway through, you're like, am I learning things while I play this stupid game? <laughs> like, it's weird. You actually are. That's um, something I wanted to talk about uh, to shout out Strange Loop Games. Is they, um, they actually uh, set up the game the way they did because it's, it's not just a, a game for, you know, old bearded guys like us it's also uh they they bring it to schools and they'll set up servers for schools to teach like um economics uh how a government works how taxes work and and a kind of an introduction to climate and and the environment so they've actually done quite a lot of work with schools and educators to try and make some of the more like let some of the less sexy concepts that a teacher has to deal with more fun and I yeah. think they nailed it because, like I said, I've learned a ton and I'm not a child. I'm an adult. Well, and it's interesting because I've I've been talking to other people outside of the server telling them about this game. Right. You know, like people will be like, oh, what games are you playing lately? And I'm like, I'm playing this game called Eco. Mm -hmm. But it, I almost don't feel like you can say it's a game. It's almost like a social experiment that you're yes. like a part of for 30 days. It's it's like adopting Second Life and having an actual like in-game job. Yeah, it's like part-time job simulator. Because that's what it becomes. Is it's a part-time job simulator. Cuz you you literally spend to to be successful, I think you at least have to spend probably a week, what, at least 20 hours. It depends on your familiarity with the game. A lot so, like, uh, people who are on their second or third server, for example, straight up won't sell goods until they have an upgrade worth selling, the, worth crafting the goods over. There's some small things that you can do that mitigate the amount of time you have to spend playing the game. But, of course, you have to learn that stuff, and that takes time. Well, and my thing, too, is I, I almost felt this obligation to the other people that have committed to playing the game. You know, it's like I have to before bed, I've got to go on and make sure just five minutes, just make sure that my shop is stocked with food because I know people yes. are going to be playing overnight. And mm -hmm. if there's not enough food, they can't play the game yeah. or mm -hmm. they can play the game. But it's at a, a lesser level of enjoyment than it could have been if I had held up my end of the deal, yeah. you know, and, and and I've never had a game well, that you start made me feel, feel that way. Yeah, you start to feel bad because you're like, oh, shoot, I, I didn't get on today to, to do this. And now there's ramifications, right? Yeah. Like, or like if someone world decides, ramifications. Yeah. And so if someone just stops playing for a week, like we experienced, Nothing the whole happens. world stops. Yeah. You, yep. can't, you can't do anything. <clears throat> and so mm -hmm. at, at one point, it was like three or four days before our laser event, me and Hobbs were turning out food mm -hmm. but it kept spoiling and spoiling because 
people weren't buying, people weren't logging in. Uh, Hound already had the lasers set up. And so him and Shilawa were like, we're piecing out because we got our part done. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We don't, we don't need food anymore. And it was maybe Ash that was playing and, and me and Hobbs and a couple other people would randomly come on at that point when we had the lasers and we were just waiting to fire them off. Game's over. The game's over, which mm-hmm. sucks because it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be in, and there was actually a server that's been going for six months. Yep. And they built these huge, massive cities. It's insane. I actually want to share my screen here for a second. I found something on Eco's website that I that I found pretty pretty cool, and I'll uh, I'll explain this for non-video listeners. But basically, it shows what developers. Ah, Can yeah. You guys see this? Okay. Yeah, shows, the Eco Tree. Yeah, it shows exactly like the foundation, who created what, like the performance of the server is done by, you know, these IT nerds over here. The graphics engines are done by these guys. The person that I want to talk to, producer Todd here, (laughs) created the spoiling system. (laughs) Want to have some some choice words with you, Todd. Um, You know what? I'm going to come to Todd's defense because I think it was straight up that and the and the taste system. It may be one of the best additions that they've made. I think uh, it's a really cool addition job in in general. It's it's the okay. So it sucks if you're making food and the food that you're making spoils. But it's awesome for the 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 cook that food spoils because I cannot tell you the number of times I logged on. All my food and spoiled. So I had to run over to Hobbs' shop and buy more food. <laughs> I think, again, I think I wish they had a little bit more. They would balance it out just a, a smidge, you know? Yeah. There was a, a thing you can get in the game. You can get an ice box. And if you put the food in the ice box, it makes it last 20% longer. And I'm yeah, like, or Great. you can get a fridge later. Yeah, later. Yeah, like how, end game. Like, how later like the did day we get of it? the day, the day of, of we destroy the, the laser? I get the fridge. I was so bad. I was so bad. <laughs> to make it a little bit more accessible, if they're gonna do the food spoiling, make it well, so that it's a little bit easier. I think. Well, that's that's actually a server setting, so I could have made it better. I didn't because I don't have time these days. If you guys could see my <laughs> calendar, right. you would cry. But next, uh, next time, second server admin. <laughs> uh, the problem is if uh, the problem is because of the company I used to set it up, that would give you credit card access for my credit card. Oh. So, uh, well, I, I have an IT have... company. You you can use one of my servers. <laughs> <laughs> We might talk. <laughs> so that is the setting you can change. I'd like to give you guys some history of eco. So historically, and I'm sure you can still find the guides, there were meta meals. So there's the, everyone would eat the same thing every oh, time. Oh, I found it. And they, they, everything would be the same forever. People would buy 200 of the most meta food and then they Forage. would never buy it again. Yeah. Ever. Because... They just throw it in their fridge and job's done. Yeah. Yeah. So the cook would have all of the money until they suddenly had none and they'd stay that. The way 
the the spoiling and the the change to how food is like liked or hated that's one of the most innovative decisions that they've made with this game and it, it's awesome i think it's a great change i know yeah, you I, guys hate it but like it's I, actually I really appreciate smart. what you did though with uh with flavor town that we could actually mm. go and we could sell our spoiled food so we weren't losing like we were still losing a lot of money that we could have potentially made but we were still getting like a good baseline back. So yeah. whenever whenever I would take like my truckload over, I'd get like fifteen bear coin. Yeah, that's but for me. It's... It was priced at point oh one. That's madness. <laughs> yeah. That's so you had a dump truck full of spoiled food. Yep. Buy less food. You... <laughs> <laughs> so Here, for here's me, the thing, the though, because has... oh, sorry, no, you were a farmer, so okay, yeah, yeah for up, him, you end up farming so much, and so if if people weren't buying food or if Hobbs was was gone for a day, like, yep, there, you have nothing harvested up. would go bad. And did you have a silo set up? Because silos act as refrigerators as well. I I did. Yes, at one point I got a silo. It helped. Yeah, but it still. At some points, I would have so so many crops of one kind because it was hard to gauge what Hobez needed to to be able to do that. So I would literally send him at <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. It'd be, it'd be like <laughs> a big, screenshot need... of all my inventory, and I'd say, "You need to make things with this, this, and this <laughs> because so, it's going to go bad." <laughs> I hear you. I would like to offer some insight into what it's like to not work with food. I had a steam truck for sale that never sold. Ugh. Those were 250 bear coin each. Dang. Yeah, that's 250 bear coin with worth of material that I literally could not throw out. I hear what you're saying, but I think the issue is a little more widespread than you may believe. And also, yeah. we're definitely well, and, Colin and, and I, I see are that because biased, you know, because yeah. tailoring as well. I had so many things up for tailoring. There's people who still didn't buy a backpack. Well, that was more they to just, do with the age of the server without than it. anything. And also, I feel like backpacks are more useful. I feel like they should be Beginning. more of a focus early game than late game. Because by the time you get like the big bear pack, which is the biggest one, you also have a truck. So yeah. like, why would you... Why would you bother with a big backpack? You could just load stuff in your truck. And like the world's covered yeah. in roads. And like, it's well, a very different thing. I think it made sense. I was the, probably the person that it made most sense to have mm -hmm. backpacks because hunting. I was either hunting. And so mm -hmm. I, I needed that space because I could hold maybe three boar and mm -hmm. then I was full. Mm -hmm. And then when I got the upgrade, I could hold like six boar. Great. You know, again, it is pretty smart of them to do this because what they're essentially teaching you is supply and demand, right? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're teaching you well, don't make so much food, dummy. Like, mm -hmm. if nobody's buying that particular food, stop making it. Yeah. You know, it it makes sense for them to do it. Where I where I ran into problems with it, and where I got frustrated the most with it, is, for example, Hound. Hound had weird food preferences mm -hmm. that were just set up <laughs> arbitrarily for him. Shark soup. Yeah, he wanted shark soup. Okay, and in order to make shark soup, illegal, you have to do. Yeah. You got to go fishing. <laughs> you, you have to, in order to make it, you have to get like 12 different resources. And Which... it costs X number of dollars because oh my. Colin sets the price for the food and the resources. 
And so I go and I buy it and I get all the food and I make him all the soup and I do all the calories to make it all for him. And I know he's going to buy it. Okay. I know it. He's told me he wants it. He says it. I make all this food. I spend all this time and all this money. And then that day he gets called into work and he can't play the game. Yep. And it all goes bad. And that's where I'm like, ah, come on. Like, yeah. turn it off for a day. I don't know. I do that, think that that's... the fishing mechanic needs the most work. Because, because that should be something under hunting. Because, like, you have to make it. You have to make, like, the fishing table, I think. You do, yeah. With the hunting specialty. But when you go fishing... You don't, you get, don't experience. get experience for it, which is lame. And so it's like, why am I wasting my time that? fishing if I don't get any experience? I wonder why they did it that way. There's got to be a reason. I think maybe in a patch they'll fix it because it is kind of weird. So, because I think weird. it was, I think it's fairly new. I didn't, fishing? I didn't remember. No, no, it's not. Has it been? Oh, it's not. Oh, no, geez. it's, it's, it's been around for a while. I didn't notice that at all the last time. It was there. Uh, it's been there for. I was, I was hunting with my bow and arrow in the water, hunting sharks uh, in the water. <laughs> you can do that, yep. Because someone um, was selling sharks, and I was like, "This is a great way to, for me to just make money really quick. I can just go get boar. He's buying them for five bear coin. Like, great." I think in that server it was Bonch coin, but yes, it it started as Binch coin, and then it got changed to Bonch coin because we accidentally deleted the mint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it was. The wish version of the original currency. <laughs> yeah, it's been around for a while. I do know that the they are planning to add boats very soon, which I'm excited for. I'm going to be a harbor master. But uh, I wonder if there's plans to work on fishing around that time as well, or, or I, I I don't know what their plan is. I'm sure they have a, a development robot that I can check. But is the game officially released, or is it like in beta, or I don't it's know? It's kind of been in beta for a very long time my impression is that they're still making it still working on it and like they are I'm not sure how yeah it's their not website wild... says current status beta is released and yeah. open for players interesting yeah okay. yeah it's an amazing game like i i really i like talking about eco quite a lot because it is it's an amazing game and they deserve credit and as much like as many eyes on it as they can get, you know. Definitely. Yeah, but it, they've been working on it for I think since before I was married, and I've been married for half a decade. I think it's a, it's a just just overall, as you were just saying, it's an amazing game. Mm. But again, I don't even think I'd call it a game. It is an experience. It is it is something you've got to like if like like if we were to do this again, I would have to like legitimately talk to my wife and be like, would it be all right? <laughs> <laughs> if I committed to this for another 30 days, just bring her with you. There you go. Yeah. But I it's it's something that you it's not like it's not like the new God of War, you know? I can like no. play it for a couple hours, turn it off, go to work. Yeah. Like this game is literally something you have to commit to. And yeah, it's I, it's there was times during conference calls that I would literally just I, I wasn't doing anything on the conference calls, so I would just be on eco. <laughs> while the conference call was going and I'm just sitting here listening and occasionally taking notes. And with that, <laughs> this is going to sound like a, like a bad endorsement of the game, but I'm glad the 30 days are over. <laughs> like, like yeah. I'm glad yeah. I, I get to do this experience and, and be a part of it. But now I'm happy that it's done and I can go back to life for a minute and yeah. down the road, I'll play again and I'll do a different specialty, but I need it. I need, I need it to be off for just a little while. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So doing it back to back is yeah. That's a lot. Or even long term. I found the life cycle of a server is usually uh, when it opens, a whole lot of people join and everyone's excited and they are all picking specialties. And then after the first week, a lot of those will drop off. They'll realize what the game is and they'll be like, I don't know about this and they'll take off. Perfect. Then you'll Perfect get a good... example is, is Fighting Ginger. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had a bunch of life stuff going on though, right? He did. He did. He did. But yeah. we, he won't be mad at me saying this. We, we've talked about it. And he's like, you know what? It's just not my thing. Like, I, yeah, it's, fair enough. it's too much of a commitment. I don't want to let people down. I don't really like the game mechanics. I think you get super yeah. hyped to play it. And once you realize what it is, it either is for you and you go hard at it like everybody did on the server. Or you're just like, no, have fun, guys. Yeah, I think I think he did maybe <laughs> three hours on the new server. Yeah. Like uh, enough, enough to cut into a rock and, and he was good. He put up some uh, fun penis-based signs in the shop. <laughs> he did, uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, so uh, after the first week, you kind of get into, you get the people left over are kind of the core group. So they're the people who like will probably be there till the end. And they're the, they fill in the gaps that are missing for the people who are no longer showing up. Right. And they're the, they're the spooks and the devix and the Hobbses and, and the me's of the server, right? They're there. They're in it to win it. Um, and then after some time, like after the 20, 25 day mark, somewhere in there, people start to drop off, even the more dedicated ones. Um, as the meteor gets closer, there's a big push by like a very core group of people. Like in my experience, it's usually between one and three or four people to get things done, to win the game. But a lot of other people, you know, around that stage seem to be spinning their wheels a little bit, waiting for the people who actually have something to do to do it. And then once the meteor is gone, so is everyone else. Like it's yeah. just over. I know we had on our agenda to talk about what happens after the meteor, but the, the short answer is nothing everyone leaves i've run a server without a meteor before and that was a short-lived one it lasted two weeks interesting yeah the meteor is an awesome game design idea because it, it keeps people invested and it's a constant obvious reminder of what it is you're trying to do right and i find the games lessened without it but yeah. that may be different in a bigger community or or in any number of ways that's been my experience yeah i think i personally I probably would have gone longer than 30 days and, and kept playing as long as there were other people that were invested. And that's in the kicker. Girl. And, and like, I know spook uh, was the same way. She loves the building aspect would have, would have loved to have kept going and going and going. But mm-hmm. when everyone else drops off, it's like, okay, so what do we do? Cause now you can't get certain materials, so now you're waiting for your specialties. But you've reached a point where you've already got seven specialties, and now yeah. it takes 10, 10 to 15 days to get your next specialty. Yeah. And when you don't have food, you don't have the XP. Right. <laughs> well, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh... cup cooking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, the game has a lifespan. The devs are aware of that. And like, that's fine. Um, I've, yeah. like I said, I've, I think I've run four or five servers now. I will run it again. Next major update, I'm sure I'll be right back in eco playing it again. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And and I, like I said, I will gladly play it again someday. But I, I maybe will... talk to. 
yeah, maybe, I maybe I would once have every like, two quarters. <laughs> I would have to seriously like set aside time to be like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, you know. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I don't know. I've never had a game that is like that. I've never played a game like that before where I've 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 have a true commitment to it. But it's it, it's not that makes it sound unenjoyable because it's definitely enjoyable. It's definitely it sounds like an obligation, but it's not really. It's a, yeah. it's a it's a social uh it's a social like a community thing that yeah. you can do and that community has certain expectations and social it's, uh constructs like uh, it's like hanging out with a group of friends. If everyone's hanging out with a group of friends and they're all doing one activity and they're like, "Hey, do you want to come do the activity with us?" They expect you to do the activity when you get there. Yeah. I would I would almost liken it to like playing a D&D campaign, you know. Exactly. Like like yep. you commit to a group of guys, I'm going to come every week or every two weeks, whatever you have it set at. And mm-hmm. and if you don't show up, the group's like, "Hey, wh- what do we do? Your character's not here, you're missing yeah. the experience." Yeah. And and so it's interesting having a video game like that. I've, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. It's just like That's being part awesome of analogy. like like a WoW guild too, or because because as soon as your tank drops out, you got to find a new tank, right? <laughs> or Final Fantasy. Uh, what's or, what's the, other addiction? <laughs> what's, the, what's the copy pasta? The oh god, uh, who who knows what the copy pasta is? Uh, <laughs> who could possibly quote the entire thing? Uh, that is a game so good that a meme made by the community is literally just an ad. Everyone yeah. should play that game. <laughs> but we're talking about eco. I want to focus on that. For sure. Well, we uh, we've definitely gone over time, but I'm not mad at it because That's I mean fine. we we had a good conversation. Um, yeah. What I, I, what what do you guys rate this in in your standard A to A to F rating system? Uh, a to F is. I'm guessing F stands for great best game I've ever played. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, so I would rate this probably second or third highest. And the things that I think hold it back are that it is not feature complete. There are some things that are worse. For example, paper milling as a skill just doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't it do anything. You, it gives yeah. you a bookshelf, which like neat. Yeah. There are certain skills that are just better at the game than others, which part, I think a big part of that is because you just need certain things, right? That's just, that's how the world works. So feature complete is obviously something holding it back. I would say some of the bugs can be a little bad. The, the, I would say the net code needs some work because there are some glitches that can happen server side. The memory leak issue that I <laughs> have been, I've been informed is fixed, but I can tell you is not. Um, you have to turn your game off every 20, 30 minutes or so. Otherwise your computer will light on fire and then ask you kindly to stop playing eco, which is fine if you're only playing for 30 minutes, but we just spent hour and a half talking about how we could not put the game down. So, right. I mean, I didn't have those. I, I have a supercomputer, so. So do I. <laughs> it, and you were having issues? Cause I would be able to play for five hours straight and I wouldn't drop. You don't drop. The game starts to slow and okay. slideshow. I did so, notice that on occasion uh, when I was hunting, I couldn't pick up animals anymore. Yep. So that's part of the issue I'm talking about. And I remember playing and all of a sudden Shell would leave and come back and leave and come back, leave and yeah. come back. And I'm like, I'm like, 
I'm like, what, what are you doing? Girl, do you got to do something? Like, go do it. Stop playing this game. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. It's the memory leak thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense then. Yeah, so there's that. Feature complete would be good. The animal AI is a real pet peeve of mine. Yeah, the fact that bad. the fact that that animals <laughs> run toward you more often than they run away is super weird. And like, it kind of makes me question if you need uh, camouflage clothing because <laughs> just stand still and wait, and they'll run into your bow. Like, I I gotta say, camouflage clothing still helps a ton. Okay, well, um, you were the hunter, so you would know. And the tailor. <laughs> that made it. <laughs> You're just saying it helps so people would buy it. Yeah, exactly. Um, for, for the one hunter on the server. Yes. Yeah. Well, a couple people bought camouflage. I saw oh, more than they? one person rocking it. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I want to say I, Shell bought I, it. I don't know. No, Shell bought some of my other clothing when, uh, when I got the advanced stuff, but... The advanced stuff is cool. Uh, so it's, it's cool, but you don't get it until end game, and so no one no one buys it. So I just gave everyone free hard hats for the laser event. It was that great. was awesome. <laughs> so I I um I think those things are holding it back somewhat. But what they they have something truly magical here. I'm saying it's a community event or an experience. That's 100 percent correct. This yeah. game is in. It is one of the best games I've played. It's amazing. I really don't want to sound negative about it because I want whoever's listening, whoever's watching, I want them to know that this is a very, very good experience. There are some issues, and those are the issues. Seriously, amazing. I, I just had a blast doing it. Almost in like, I don't I do not do like role-playing games and stuff very often, right? Like I don't do like, I, I have like a D&D group that I'll go and play with and whatnot. But the <laughs> fact that I like pretended to take on the persona of Gordon Ramsay that made it like <laughs> ten times more fun, mm-hmm. and and well, and, especially and, when people would like draw pictures of you yeah, and post like, them in the channel. Yeah, there's like, fan like, art. Yeah, so like, fun. people in the community are like making animations of my character <laughs> cooking food. Like, it just made it. I, I've never had a game like that. You know, I've never been a part of a game that lets you have that much fun and 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 be in this fake world that you get to play in. Mm-hmm. And so for that aspect, it's a ten out of ten game, right? Like mm-hmm. it's 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 just an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. For me, the commitment is a problem. I, I wish there were ways to to take a day off, you know, and not upset everyone. Yeah. And I, I don't know how they would do that, right? Like in in real life, you know, if you miss a day of work, you gotta make up for it, you know, like or or you know that you're going on vacation and so you try to get a couple days work ahead of time or you know, so I guess they're emulating real life in that aspect. Like, you can't just bail on the group. But it, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how they do it, but I know how we would do it. I just every weekend just extend the meteor forty eight hours. Yeah, like you guys have <laughs> a weekend. Like, <laughs> can you do that for my job, please? <laughs> can, you just, can you just call my Are clients you- and be like, sorry? For your real life job, I can call whoever you want, buddy. I can't promise nothing, but I'll call whoever. (laughs) I love talking to people. It's great. So I think for that aspect of the game, it's uh, for me is a negative experience because it, it... the, the I almost like was getting anxiety to play the game. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not, that, not that bad, but yeah, 
there were times where I was like, you know what? They're just not going to eat today. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't run too much into that because of the level of, of time that I, I spent into it. Um, but there was a couple days where I was just like, I'm just not going to farm today because before I had a tractor, God, it took so long. It took so long because you're doing it all by hand. You either use your your sickle or sitting there pushing E on every plant to to pick. And I didn't have gathering at the time. Mistake. Big mistake. Get yeah. gathering first, then farming. Yep. Because the the amount that you pick up is so much more. You go from picking up three rice to like seven or eight. Um, yeah, whoever made you that tractor must be a real hero. They <laughs> they were. When you said that I could have a tractor, I was, it, was it pretty saved me so much time. And then yeah. I had you make me a second tractor, but I forgot to ask you to make the attachments. So you had <laughs> so to. I, so I never. Them. No, I never used the second, the second <sighs> tractor. I feel just, like I did make it just a sat at my cotton store. farm. You you made it for the first one, but not not the second one. Okay, or at least well, you didn't put it in the store. There, there may be some sitting in a box somewhere in my factory. <laughs> uh, but, uh... I would give the game a solid B plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that could that could fix it, but the community aspect when you have the right people and the right server, not a vampire's community is just. They are an amazing They're my for, favorite for, mortals. for helping out, for just chatting <laughs> with. I spent hours and hours just chatting about random things with so many people on the server. It was phenomenal. I've you end up walking with, out with a with a lot of cool friends, too. I've been blessed with a, a very awesome group of people that come hang out with me for some reason. <laughs> some weird well, guy wearing a freaking cloak. <laughs> speaking of community, where where can we where can people find your community? Oh, usually under a rock or something. Uh, so we, uh, the, the, uh, I'm a Twitch streamer. My, uh, my handle is not a vampire. I promise. So you can go to twitch.tv slash not a vampire. I promise to check out my streams during those streams. We post the discord link. You can join that discord, uh, as a member of the community. And there's a whole lot of stuff we do. Obviously we run, like we've been talking about, we run community games. I'll run usually one survival game at a time. And everyone can kind of hang out in that. We also have a Final Fantasy XIV free company, uh, which we are trying to convince more people to get into. We talk, we have memes channels. It's it's a very welcoming, open community. We're very uh, LGBTQ friendly. We're just the kind of people you would want to hang out with. Um, and if you find anyone in the community that's not that, please let me know. I'm, I'm very, very proud of my community right now. This has been awesome to hear your guys' perspective, especially yours, Devic because you've been less involved in the community as a whole, hearing that they treated you guys as well really warms my heart. I'm very, very, I'm very. Yeah. It should be a, should be a very proud Papa. I I am am indeed. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, please check me out on Twitch. If you don't show up, I will know. And I will stand outside your window until you invite me. Awesome. Uh, And you guys can find uh, the link to his Twitch channel by just going into the description uh, of the podcast or the description oh. of the YouTube section. And thank you guys so much for uh, joining us and, and listening in. We hope you like this this episode. Uh, if you are at all interested in joining an eco server, feel free to reach out to one of us. We'd, we'd love to 
have you guys join in not a vampires discord to participate in said server you can also join our age of geek discord we'll have both links down below as well and thank you guys we'll uh we'll sign out and everybody have a great day and remember don't invite the vampire in This has been an Age of Geek media production.